Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to continue in Zechariah chapter 1, verses 18 through 21. This is going to be the second of eight visions that Zechariah was given, most likely on the night of February 15th, 519 BC. Incredible precision with which we can be confident in that date. We talked about that in yesterday's podcast. And these eight visions all came to him in one night. I've been trying to think what that must have been like. How did he remember them? How did he distinguish them one from the other? Well, obviously, one answer to that question is that the Holy Spirit of God was guiding him to remember this and write this down as he experienced it because he was going to preserve this. God was going to preserve this as part of his word that we would have 2,500 years later and study on the CC podcast, which is an amazing thought. But You've maybe had multiple dreams in one night, so maybe you can relate to what this is like in part, uh, where you wake up and go, I dreamt about that last night, and I dreamt about that last night. It's hard to imagine keeping things straight between eight different visions, but God is bigger than we are, and so there's no reason to doubt that this is what it says it is. Here's what it says in chapter 1, 18 through 21. And I lifted my eyes and saw, and behold, four horns... And I said to the angel who talked with me, what are these? And he said to me, these are the horns that have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four craftsmen. And I said, what are these coming to do? He said, these are the horns that scattered Judah so that no one raised his head. And these have come to terrify them, to cast down the horns of the nations who lifted up their horns against the land of Judah and scatter it. So there are these four horns. I don't know if it's maybe like the horns on the sides of the altar or if it's like literal horns from an animal, but there are these four horns. And then here come four craftsmen that are also described as horns, and their purpose is to cut down the horns that were there initially. The horns that were there initially represent the horns that have scattered Judah and Israel and Jerusalem. And so There are several interpretations of this. One is that they represent uh, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Persians, and the Greeks, and all other nations that would attack or oppress Israel. Uh, Another interpretation is that they represent the countries that are mentioned in Daniel 2 and Daniel 7, Babylonia, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. And a third view is that there's no real specific kingdoms in view, but they represent national enemies of Israel from the north, which would be Assyria, Babylon, Samaria, the south, Egypt, the east, Ammon and Moab, or the west or northwest, Philistia. We don't know exactly what these horns are, but we do know that they are the horns that have scattered Judah and Israel and Jerusalem that have brought oppression. And what God is saying through Zechariah is that the time has now come. Remember yesterday we talked in the Daily Dose about how the tables have flipped. God went in, went from punishment mode against his people using different nations, Babylon most recently, to punish his people. Now he is in restoration mode 
and he is going to punish the nations that he just got done using to punish his people. And so that's what's, that's what's happening here is these four craftsmen are coming to cut down these horns and scatter them, the horns that once scattered Israel and Judah and Jerusalem. Now here's what's remarkable. This is a specific and tangible example of what Genesis 12, 2 and 3 will look like. You remember God called Abraham in Genesis 12. His name was Abram at the time. And here's what he says. I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. We did a daily dose on this a long time ago. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. There's so much in this verse including that last concept that the God's redemptive plan for the world, which we who know Christ today are benefactors of, God's redemptive plan was always that he would bless the nations, that he would bless all the families of the earth through the family of Israel, his chosen people. Not that this redemptive plan would just only be for his chosen people, but that he would use them to save people from many tribes, tongues, and nations. But the other thing that ties directly to this passage in Zechariah is that clause right before this, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. That's, this is what happen, is happening. The Babylonians, the Persians, the Greeks in the future from when this is being written, the Romans in the future from when this is being written, any national opponents of Israel who dishonor God's people, Israel, the descendants of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, he said way back in Genesis 12, anyone who does that, I will curse. And, and so Zechariah 1, 18 through 21 is a specific example of what that looks like as history plays out. These nations, these four horns, to use the imagery of Zechariah's vision, have dishonored God's people. And now he's going to curse them by cutting them down and scattering them the way that they have scattered Judah in Israel and Jerusalem. So what do we take from this? Well, one thing I take is God's promises are true. God made a promise to Abram way back in Genesis. And when God makes a promise like that, you can take it to the bank because it's going to happen. And it's happening right here in Zechariah. We see that. And that's true for every promise, not just promises to big dogs like Abram, but promises throughout scripture that we can rely on, we can count on. Another thing that it reminds me of is that God's plan, as we said yesterday, is ultimately for restoration. God's plan is ultimately so that people will experience his goodness, his blessing, his compassion, prosperity in a spiritual sense. And that is available to anybody who would put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ and thereby be forgiven of the sin that divides them from their creator and would be covered with the righteousness of Christ. So remarkable. I've missed out on Zechariah my whole life until now, and we're only one chapter in, and it's beautiful. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. 
Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.